0: This video is brought to you by the Beautiful Leather Goods by Andar. All products are 100% full grain leather. Orders over 35 bucks get free shipping automatically. You get free exchanges and a 90 day return policy. Maybe you wanna pick up the Apollo. Or if you're like me and you wanna go super minimal and slim, you'll probably check out the Monarch. Andar wallets have this cool unique pull tab. They go like this, getting your cards out. ...that allows quick access to your cards. Head over to Andar.com and use promo code EDCC to get 15% off your entire order. Yo, what is good, YouTubes? It's your boy, Ray, and this is the Everyday City Carry. Tonight, I have a special guest... One of the most requested guests I've ever had. OK, this is not your average EDC. Welcome hey to the show. <laughs> Cheers to you.
1: Cheers. I don't have anything to cheers with other than a knife, but that works, right? So, cheers. yeah, I
0: carried a weird one today. Oh, my God. Just for content creation purposes, uh, this is a ZT. Okay. Not practical, like at all. Right. Looks good on Instagram, looks good in content. That's why I carried it.
1: Right, right. (laughs) That's
0: sick, though. Yeah. So I want to talk about how you got into YouTube, first of all. Um, Let's start with like how you got into collecting knives. I know that you use a lot of your stuff a lot. Um, But how did you get into collecting like folding knives?
1: Um, So that started when I was like about give or take five or six years old. Um, my dad made knives at Chicago Cutlery. I don't know if you've ever heard of that brand, but they make like kitchen knives. Yeah. Um, So he worked there. He made knives. He carried knives. um, And basically he just, from the moment I was able to use one correctly, kind of just like pushed me to carry one and use one and be useful in this world. And um, I just like instantly got hooked. Like I was obsessed and I carried knives, like, all over the place when I was young. I I mean, it was, like, a literal obsession from the get-go. And it started with collecting, for sure. And I was collecting, like, Kershaw's and CRKT and Buck, all of those, like, you know, decent, basic brands. But um, eventually, I just, once I got into the Instagram community, that's when everything changed. And I sold off every single, like, shit knife. And then I started getting into, like, Benchmade, which led to Chris Reeve, which led to the craziness now.
0: <laughs> it is a craziness for sure. With, with me, it was yeah. um, it was really odd, actually, because I was at a point in my life where I came from entertainment, pretty much. You know, I was a music producer. I was DJing for like 10 years. It was my profession. Right. Okay. And um, while I was making really good money, when I would play out of state, you know, like, like three grand an hour. Sometimes I don't get a gig for like months, though. That's not good. You know what I mean? And uh, clubs in your in my own state, I live in New York City, like won't want to pay you. And then sometimes they will, but they pay you like months later. So it was really hectic financially. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I got out of that and I was like working in an office. I was fucking so depressed, like even though I was making way more money than I make now, I was so depressed. I was looking for some type of creative outlet pretty much you know i discover you know some people motivational people like gary v saying like you got to make content all the time you know you got to do it whatever you're into do that Discover channels like nick shabazz um yep. some of the tactical stuff actually is what i got into first you know um channels like uh we all juggle knives prepared mind 101 um living yeah, yeah. survival like the survival people and attack people is what i got into and then I was like, fuck, maybe I could do, you know, I was like, I got a silly personality. Maybe I could do this YouTube thing. Right. Yep. And I started doing it. And, um, you know, I really liked it. I, 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 I was uh, I picked up my first DT. This is like a, the zero tolerance DT 0456. This is the first. Oh, yeah. yeah, this is by Sinkovich. This is uh, anodized by JD Cutlery. This is the knife that basically when I got this one, I was like, I'm going to collect knives forever. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. yeah. It, was just,
0: it was just, just Yeah, it was like a step above the CRKTs, the Kershaws. You know, I was buying Tac forces off of Amazon. I didn't know any better. You <laughs> know what I mean? Nobody does. I'm like, oh my god, look at this giant knife, and it flips open. Like, but it's like so dangerous. You know? What I'm yeah, I for me. <laughs> right. Um. But yeah, that's what started it for me. And uh, w- w- what made you decide to get on YouTube, actually?
1: um i was literally peer pressured (laughs) like (laughs) straight up had no choice um i only started the channel in april so it's it hasn't even been a full year um but it was just like so many people from instagram all day long when are you starting a channel when are you going to do tutorials when are you going to do collection videos it was just so ridiculous and um like my excuse up until April was that I didn't have a phone to record on because my phone is literally shattered. Like my right. normal phone is just trashed. The front facing camera doesn't work. So I kept saying to everyone like I, I would, but I don't have a camera. And a guy on Instagram, I won't mention his name just because I don't know if he wants me to, but he literally sent me a brand new Google Pixel in the mail
0: so Which that I would- was it?
1: huh.
0: Which pixel was it?
1: I'm not sure. I'm using it right (laughs) now. I have no idea, but it's a Google pixel. And I use it for all of the content, all of the pictures, everything. I use it all day, every day, ever since I got it. But it literally was new, and he sent it to me for free just because he wanted me to start a channel.
0: That's incredible, man. You know, that's one thing I notice about the EDC community. Coming from, like, nightlife, dude, like the DJ shit. Forget it, bro. Like, the community there is, like... They are trying to be friends with the usage so they can get in for free, whereas yes, nice people, yeah. Go ahead.
1: I was gonna say like that's just like a community where you want to get to know people so that you can use them for things. Right. Whereas this community is the opposite. It's like everyone wants to help each other.
0: Exactly, and people are like, no, no, no. Um, you know, because I'm I I. Uh, I, I did take a huge pay cut from um, where I used to work, which is the stressful office thing. The, and I was I was uh, working there when I first started my channel. Right. So I was had more access to funds. I was getting knives all the time. And, you know, it was very different. But once I transitioned into um, working at a CBD shop that my family started out uh, of a CBd company you know I you're not gonna pay, get paid the big bucks when you're working for family really you know what I mean but I love them yeah. so I'm doing it you know and it's fun it's relaxed no one is like micromanaging me which is awesome yeah. um but but uh, you know people you know I would announce it in uh, I would talk about it in podcasts and stuff like that and people just started sending me shit they were like bro you want to review this you know I'll loan you this thing oh you know what here's a donation like keep it and I'm yeah. like what the f-? <laughs> like people Dude, like Seems Logical sent me a Spyderco Capara. He said, hey, I have a spare one of this. I've never used it. It's new in box. Do you want it? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. dude. laughs>
1: oh, my gosh. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, that's really what's kept me in it is how kind and uh, how just how kind and genuine the people are. You know, of course, in every community, there's some peeps that you know, kind of like across the street. You know what I'm saying? Right. But um. I Would say like 95% is, is just kind hearted people, you know. Yeah. Um, what's your YouTube journey been like? First of all, like, what's your process with reviewing something? Let's say, like, you just got a knife in today. Um, what do you do to get ready to review it, and how much time do you need? Uh,
1: so my reviewing process is no shorter than a month, so oh, like, shit. I yeah. So I refuse to review anything until I've tested it for a month, because my opinion, I think my opinion of a review is different than most people. So like, in my opinion, a review would be using something to its full potential or, or the potential that you can reach with it. And then giving your educated experiences on whatever you use. So like, Getting a knife in the mail and opening it up and, you know, using it for a day or just talking about it before you even use it, to me, is not a review. That's an impression. That's your first impressions of the product, what you think it could do, whereas I like to actually see what it can do within a full month, and then I will do the review at the end.
0: That's, that's a very thorough process. And, uh, I do, I mean, it's probably a really good one. Um, this is where I was laughing when I was watching your interview on the Neves Knives lives. Neves Knives is like one of my favorite people, actually, Jared and Kara, my, my wife and I have done podcasts with them so many times we like just completely mesh together, like our personalities. And I love those guys so much, but, um, it was funny because you were like, oh, I, I hate this fidget factor stuff. And, you know, it, it's to me, right, as a New York City dweller, it's it. And that's not by choice, by the way, if I had a choice, like I would be getting into the bushcrafting and all that shit. Like I, I'm from the Philippines. so I am from the country, but I grew up here most of my life. But I do like country shit. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm into country. Yeah. shit. Like, I watch hunting shows and like I'm into like you know, making sure I'm fit and working out and shit. And like, you know, if I need to go into the woods, I can do it. You know, what I mean? yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know, my use for a knife, right, uh, is literally just from like just fidgeting with it. I cut boxes here and there. You know what I mean? I work in a retail shop, so there isn't a lot of work, uh, right. hard use work. So when I review something, I'm just looking at it from an aesthetics action and ergonomic standpoint you know what i mean how it's going to fit in my pocket as well because in new york city you know i mean you know if yeah. you look at me if i take an eye fight i might get killed by the police and i'll be in the news maybe but uh, <laughs> yeah so um yeah like my uh and I, I mentioned that as well i'm like look if you're you know trying to get really deep into the steels and like what kind of grind it is and all this stuff, you know, go watch Nick Shabazz or something. Cause like, that's not <laughs> what you're going to get here. I'm here to like, kind of be lighthearted and funny about it and like let you know, like how useful it was for me carrying it as like a city person. But right. um, I actually admire people who are able to use it so much. Like when I, I was so into that interview because Jared is, you know, really hands-on, freehand sharpening. You guys are going back and forth. Yeah, man, the grits, bro.
1: And I'm <laughs> I so bad. You know? <laughs> right,
0: right. What are they talking about? <laughs> I mean, I kind of know because I, you know, I have some, you know, guided, like, systems like the KME or uh, the new WorkSharp. Like, they sent me one. I don't know why, but they did. And, then, um, and I had the, uh, what's that grinder one from WorkSharp where you could freehand it too? You know what I'm talking about? It's a it has, it's a motorized. Um,
1: uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um,
0: it's really good for big blades. If you're trying to go quick, you know, I forgot it, what it's, it's called, though. Right? Yes. 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 Yeah. So I, I, I've dabbled in that myself. But in terms of like the way you guys talk about it, it's definitely yeah. not um, what I do. Uh, right. But It's certainly like really interesting to see another person's perspective who's in the hobby. And I can tell you this right now, like you've only been doing doing it for such a short time. But um did you know you were always going to be really good at speaking on camera? Did you ever do any speaking work in school, maybe, or because no, you're natural at it?
1: Um, I never did any of that. And this is gonna like blow a lot of people's minds, but I'm not kidding. I was publicly mute for like most of my life. What do you mean? I had- so I was so anxious um, up until my 20s, basically, that I couldn't actually speak in public. I couldn't speak in, at school. I couldn't speak um, at family parties. I literally, it was really bad when I was a child. I was able to speak in front of like my immediate family. But the moment I got out into public in front of people I didn't know or anything, I couldn't actually speak. Like I wanted to, but I couldn't form the words. I couldn't get them out. I was so anxious. So, um, literally up until my teenage years, I was like a a fairly quiet kid and I don't know where the switch came in, but, um, something happened and then I ended up just being way more confident, I guess, and kind of beat the anxiety through trial and error. And, um, now I get anxious if I'm not on camera, like I love being on camera, speaking, I love uh, conversing with people, but I, I never took any type of classes or theater or anything in school. Like literally this is all fresh from like April. Like this is just winging it.
0: Dude, I gotta tell you right now, like you probably have a future in it. If that's the case, because I'm thinking this also, I thought about this before we hopped on, um, people that are so just blinded, right. With their, their hobby and their niche get really far on YouTube. I mean, just look at Jared, you know, I was the first commenter on their video. They were like less than 200 subs and they have like clearly surpassed me because they go so narrow with um, what they like, which is totally fine. That's how you should do it. Like YouTube hates variety channels, which is essentially what mine is. You know what I mean? Like, I'll but I can clearly see that even some of the big people, you know, like I call them the knife YouTube elites. Somehow they invited me into their group chat and I'm like chatting with Metal Complex and Advanced Knife Bro and fucking Nick Shabazz, Eugene Kwan, Knife Nuts every day, right? And I'm like, like, you guys like me? You know what I mean? (laughs) And I'm in there trying to (laughs) hold my own. Yeah, like I try to make them laugh and stuff and you know, they do like me in there. But even these guys, if they were to watch your video, I think they would be impressed at the knowledge. You're, you're not just that, you know, about knives, but, you know, about sharpening. Clearly, you're hard using them and uh, you're using them in your work and stuff. And it's uh, you definitely have this expertise that I did not expect from a small channel. You know what I mean?
1: Thank you. I really appreciate that.
0: <laughs> is it just because uh, you use them all the time or you research? I mean, what is, you know, how do you get all this?
1: I don't, that's the thing, I don't research a ton. Um, I mean, I'll be honest, I don't watch the channels like Metal Complex or Nick Shabazz. I've I've seen a few of their videos. Yeah. I watch them. Um, I do watch some of Jared's videos, but I'm very choosy about which ones I watch, because I, uh, like the, anything that doesn't interest me, I'm not going to watch, which sounds so rude, but like, just honestly speaking, if it's not going to like, entertain me I won't watch it so like the the videos or the videos about knives that I don't care about I don't watch so this is literally like what I know is a mix between researching like online not videos just like actual charts and looking at um like Laren's Laren's charts that he makes and Laren's Mm -hmm. documents that he puts out I I look at those but aside from that all of the knowledge is just from using my knives and and working with the steel, sharpening the steel. But I don't like I don't research. I don't pay attention to what's trendy. I don't pay attention to any of that because I I just feel like for me, it would maybe warp my natural thinking as opposed to actually hands on experiencing it and learning on my own.
0: That's a really interesting approach to it. And, I you know, I I always tell my content creator friends in the knife community like guys you have to know this like i don't watch any of your videos (laughs) no because i it's weird because i was actually um i downloaded some because i had like youtube premium so i downloaded some of your videos to watch on the train while i'm going home yeah and uh i watched a few of them and i don't know it, it it was very good by the way very good very informational you could tell that you actually like used it So, like, I could trust your word on this actual, whichever model it was. I think you talked about bug outs in one of them. Um, The evolution, quote, unquote. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, I watched that one. Um, I watched the po' boy one, which was really cool, too. Um, And uh, but but then I was like, you know what? Let me turn on the Neves Knives live one. And like stuff like that to me, like long form conversation with two people who know what they're talking about is what interests me the most. So. Mm -hmm. I consume so much podcast content. I probably watch 30 hours a week. It's like insane. Like I just watch so many different pods, you know, whether it's like Rogan or like some comedy stuff, Um, literally any of that. Some of my friends do live shows. I'll watch it. But that like held my attention. And that thing was like two hours long, right? Wow. I
1: don't even have hours to watch something
0: like that. What was that experience like for you, by the way? That was your first live, quote unquote, kind of podcast style uh, video with someone else. Like, what was that like?
1: Um, It was awesome. So Jared is an incredible host, and he's also insanely intelligent. Like, he just absorbs everything like a sponge. So it made it super easy. Um, Right before that live, I had, like, a mental breakdown about something, and I literally was like, Erica, get it together. Like, this is your first live. You can't call out. Get it together and stop crying. I, like, quickly wiped my tears, got it together. So like it was the only reason I pulled that off was because of him. Like the only reason that whole thing worked was because of Jared. Like he is an incredible host. He asks the right questions. He listens. He's knowledgeable. It, so it, it ended up being a great experience, even though I was terrified that it was gonna like just fail. But it it turned out pretty decent. Like he's he's just an awesome person.
0: Yeah, he's really, really good. He's one of my favorite guests to have on here. Uh when both of them are on, I'm like super excited. You know, oh, I, I've I, never seen that. Yeah, I if you check out some of my stuff, <laughs> the uh, Joe Cara...
1: once
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, you know, I totally understand like the no watching like content thing. Is there any type of stuff that you do watch though? Like on your free time, like aside from knife stuff? No. No, Not really
1: Zero. no I,
0: no TV, no movies, no nothing
1: no, uh, so we don't even have like cable at our house, we don't even have a living room with a TV like a normal family um I have a TV in my room that I can like hook my phone up and watch Netflix on, but we okay. don't watch television, we don't watch movies, Number one, we don't have time, and number two, uh it's just it's too much media for me, like I don't want to be that involved like i if I could spend a half hour recording an educational video for other people as opposed to watching one, I'd rather
0: do that. That This is why you're going to make it, for sure. Because if you have this mentality at this early in the game without any uh, forethought on what's this going to be in 10 years, um, you're going to just be massive. Like all the big channels I know are just making shit all the time to yeah. just make stuff and that's really how you got to do it um and that's awesome dude that's that's really amazing uh would you ever consider like doing these types of shows yourself um like if you could talk to emerson or some shit like for an hour yeah i
1: would, I would <laughs> talk to emerson for sure i mean i i talked to megan on occasion like she's, yeah. she's cool. we talk about goats um mm-hmm. if you don't know who megan is that's ernest's daughter yeah. uh all the social media stuff um yeah i would i would do that for sure um definitely seeing where it it goes like i have another one of these set up for saturday like
0: Who are you doing it with
1: um a guy named zach i think zach he, stuff?
0: N- no oh my god i wish <laughs> he's awesome have you on in a heartbeat You, you have to, like, all right let me let me just put this into perspective okay you have been requested so many times that i've done at least 3 live shows i do i do a live show with my wife kelly every monday and people would be like you got to have not your average eating. i'm like i fucking asked her man she won't do it guys go like comment on her shit tell her to do my stuff you know tell her to yeah. do my show um because they really 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 like like your channel you know it's one of the new channels that i've been hearing like so much about and uh i don't keep up as much and then i when i checked it out i was like oh i can see why you know what i'm saying so i do think that if you wanted to do here's the good thing about um doing these long form like shows is for example i branched off uh everyday city carry into three channels so I have a new this is where this is going to air. It's It's called Everyday City Carry podcast, which is going to be it, it's already created. And then I have um, a vlog channel because I was putting everything on one channel. I yep. would have vlogs with Kelly. We're going around the city fucking eating food. And it's like confusing the YouTube algorithm. And like all my friends, like Complex and Shabazz and all these, you know, like bigger channels are like, we have no fucking idea why you're just not being suggested. And then. I've made the conscious decision to split it up. Right now, to get back to my point, though, the reason why having a long form thing is good and why I'm happy that I started podcasting, I want to say a year and a half ago, and then everyone started to do a long form thing. It was just me and Big Red EDC. And then um, all of a sudden, everyone has one now. And you know what you could do? So I have to promote these new channels. So I'm going to do everyone's show Mm. and get subscribers that way. And if they have to promote something, let's say you create a fixed blade, like collab with Emerson or something, you're trying to promote it, you go on, you go on Nieves, you go on, you know, Knife Nuts podcast, you go on Big Red, you go on Zach stuff. Zach stuff will have you on in a heartbeat, yeah. If you wanted to do it,
1: he he is really cool. Like uh, we follow each other on Instagram and stuff. He's awesome. It's just like, I guess I don't have any specific. Plan that like fits any particular mold because i don't care so like jared the other day was like oh you have to um get yourself monetized by january so that you can start making money and i was like yeah I'll look into it i got <laughs> off that thing i looked into it i was like maybe 30 seconds into it i was like i literally don't give a shit about this i'm not doing it so like yes. i don't care if youtube takes my money i don't yeah. care i'm not doing this for money it never has been like i don't care if the channel gets kidnapped by YouTube, and I'm not making a cent. I I just don't, I don't care. It's not for that at mm-hmm. all.
0: And why why do you do it exactly? For myself. <laughs> I mean, like, is it a is it just a creative outlet? Is it um, it's just yeah. fun? You know, like it's a new thing that you haven't done before, so you figured, you know, you ended up liking it a lot.
1: I. I'm just a teacher at heart, man. That's what I went to school for. I just like, I, I... go to
0: school for teaching, then.
1: Yeah, I did. Oh, I've okay. a teacher for many years. That's what that's, oh.
0: yeah.
1: So, um, this is like just kind of natural. Wanting to teach people things is something that I love. I, first of all, I do it for me because at the end of the day, if we're not doing anything for ourselves first, it's not going to work out in the long run. Like we have to take care of us first. Then we can take care of others. So I do it for me because I like making the videos. And then second, it's for all the people that have joined the movement that love real education. It's for them second.
0: That's amazing. You know, the thing is though, like, let's say, let's say you had the choice, right? And in one hand, you you could actually have this channel like become this super fruitful thing. You yeah. could like because I'm telling you right now, I've talked to a lot of people that do this, not just in the knife community. And like you, you have the, the like actual mentality to do it, the not give a fuck, like just doing it. And I love the dog moving in the background. I just I thought it was a teddy bear, but it's an actual dog. <laughs>
1: No, that's that's a real dog. That's okay. <laughs> but
0: you know, the the, the only the, the reason why Jared is making a good point and and to monetize is so that in case it does blow up, right? Be- which is which is possible today. Like you know, like a d- Dutch bushcraft could like hit you up and be like, "Yo, I I love your stuff. You know what I mean?" And like want to collab with you. <laughs> And then they do a video with you and then you it's not it, it gets millions of views and you don't rake in any of that. YouTube keeps all of it. I want
1: it. That's the thing, yeah. though. Bro. I don't want it. I don't yeah. want any.
0: Wow. You I want to them. do it, man. Yeah, you have to do
1: it. Too. <laughs> I'm like, I literally to, I don't want anything. I don't
0: true. And then you can just like vlog your farm life. You don't have to change anything. You I know. Have- know
1: Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then
0: you could have the farm still still live the life you're living now, but you have some cushion, which is what I'm saying. You know, there are a lot of people that got into, especially the knife community that got into it and um, did not mean to do it for a living. Right. Ended up doing so because it became I mean, I don't know if I should name any names right now, but it definitely people that we've talked about before here um, yeah. that, you know, just completely went full time because they were able to, because of are YouTube. Um, I just think that you should do it. And and now I'll end on uh, in that subject. I'll end on that note because we got to. We should do some some segments, actually. <laughs> yeah, all right. um, OK, so I do have a couple of <laughs> you're going to trash all of these. I do have a couple of Blade HQ new arrivals here already queued up and I have five of them. OK, OK. <laughs> You're going to eat every single one. All right, I let's see what do probably- two. All right, so here's the first one here. This is the James brand, uh the Redstone slide lock knife. Um, James brand kind of got a lot of flack because there was this knife that they released recently, which is $600. I forgot which one it was. I forgot what it's called. That's how much I care about it. Right. This is like their new thing where you could like customize the scales. And I saw this and I was like, yo, this is like, like, so ugly to me.
1: It's a piece of shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pat, so, you're looking a at that
1: a toddler would use.
0: <laughs> no, So, that's completely dull on that. Yeah. Man, these no. segments are going to go fast. I should have gotten like 10 of these. Let's just go into it like a little bit. So, it is $89. Uh, you're getting Sandvik 12C27. Damn, not even 12C28. And, um, and uh, the handle material, what is that? Polypropylene. I don't know what they were doing here.
1: Uh, they weren't thinking,
0: I mean, what What were they? I just don't understand what they were trying to go for. I mean, it's it's partially serrated, too. How do you feel about like partially serrated knives?
1: Shit.
0: <laughs> dude, This is amazing.
1: I'm brutal. I'm sorry. No, that's i that's
0: good. That's good. I, a it's lot either, of people, either
1: it's either full serrations or full regular edge, not a half.
0: Oh my God. I didn't even know the pocket clip was wired, too. It just doesn't go with this. It's like a what the fuck? <laughs> dude, this is terrible right now. It's embarrassing. Right. So, we're going dull on the James brand, uh, the redstone slide lock knife. They called this a slide lock. Isn't just this just an access lock? I, right? love- I my cur- Am I wrong on this? Yeah, I mean, we're going dull on it anyway. That's what we're doing right here. Um, it's yeah, it doesn't even say slide. Usually they say access style like lock mechanism. It's just this ambidextrous slide lock. All right, we're going dull on that. All right, we're going dull. Now we're going to go dive in a little bit deeper to some other stuff. This is a little bit more expensive. I didn't choose these, by the way. They were like literally on the first page. OK, oh, so here we go. This is the McNeese Knives Mac 2-3.5, $495. You got CPM 20CV, 3.5-inch blade length, full tie, and uh, 4.5 ounces in weight, USA made, designed by Jonathan McNeese. What do you think about this guy?
1: I've been seeing that one floating around a lot. I think it has potential. Like, I don't hate it. I think it has potential, but... From what I've seen of it, the blade looks very thick, but it has the the tallness of a knife that should be more slicey. So I feel like it's kind of like some weird hybrid that maybe would work for some people, but it's too, it's too weird for me. The handle looks uncomfortable. It looks chunky and sharp. Um, as much as the quality is probably great, I would still say dull.
0: Nice. And you got the lingo down too. We're going dull on this one. I'm not a big spend more than 250 bucks on a knife kind of dude. Yeah. Um, maybe if I was richer, I wouldn't. I mean, but um, it was funny. You were having that conversation with Jared about just buying knives that you just look at and stuff. I don't have any of those. Um, the most expensive knife I have is 995 bucks. I bought it because it had the same name as my dad and my dad passed away at the time which is weird cuz I'm Filipino the knife is Italian but they had the same name for some reason and wow. I bought it uh used the shit out of it it's like totally fucked up it's by that company uh Sandrin I don't know if you've heard of them I don't think- Okay that's good so we're going to do the next thing and we'll go with the Sandrin one right away cuz there is a the coincidentally there is a Sandrin thing here Oh cool. uh, and it's this one so this is a weird-looking one for me. It's not their best-looking knife. Um, I've
1: seen those.
0: Yeah, so this is the Torino Recoil Lock, 299 bucks. It does use a tungsten carbide blade. So huh. this pretty much, I mean, when you, if you have ever watched uh, Cedric and Ada Gear and Outdoors, he did a cut test with, with uh, one of their knives, the TCK, and he was cutting a uh, rope. Yeah hold on a second. I don't know why all my stuff disappeared. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Can you still see it?
1: I can. Yes.
0: Okay. I've got to, uh, I don't know why it's separated. My browser separated all my tabs, but anyway, let's go back to this thing. Um, I can't click on it now. I don't know why. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can do this. Uh, is it moving? Yes, it is. Okay. All right, cool. Because I can't it, for some reason, my tabs like split up into two browsers and I don't know what's going on right now. So okay. he was cutting uh, Pete from Cedric and Ada was cutting twisted sisal rope. I don't know if that's how you pronounce uh, it. Yeah. And uh, he did 3000 cuts with this tungsten carbide blade before it started getting kind of dull, but still like didn't really need to be sharpened. So technically or theoretically, these knives never need to be sharpened. For EDC purposes, I guess. I don't know if you you know, do any hard use stuff with it. I don't know yeah. anything about like HRCs with tungsten carbide. Um, I think it's like 60 something, maybe. Uh, I
1: mean, it might yeah. be good for like food prep type stuff, but not. Uh, it. I mean, that does not interest me at all. I don't care about what it what it can do. Um, yeah, it I don't know that it doesn't even look real. It, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that one. Don't,
0: don't. Yeah, I'm not into it myself. Um, even the knife that I bought from them, the Clemente. Um, you know, I mean, I love my dad. That's why I keep it. I'm never going to get rid of it. But I'm like, damn, I could have bought a lot of fucking cool knives. And I don't know, That's
1: right, fucking, like three. Like, really long, cool ones.
0: Like, I could have I could have bought like a nice like EDC fixed blade, like maybe like a guardian or something and then like get some other not some other folders. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just not super into it. So I'm going to go dull on this one. Sweet. All right, cool. So you're going dull too, right? Correct. All right. We're not even going to go into that anymore. So I'm going to see if I could still load up these tabs while uh, let's see if I can do it. Oh, I can. Wow, that's so weird. All right. So this is the Ferrum Forge Archbishop, which is I'm sure you've heard of them before. There's 280 bucks um 3.5 inch blade cpm 20 cv full tie 4.7 ounces kind of heavy honestly um yeah. bearings the whole nine and uh, country of origin china farm forge everybody knows them what do you think about this one
1: design wise it's the best out of all of them so far uh mm-hmm. did you it made in china yeah so i don't like that that immediately makes it a dull. um okay. But the blade looks like it could be pretty useful if like you cut boxes a lot. Uh, (laughs) I don't out of all of them, it's it's great, but I would still put it as dull for me.
0: Yeah, Uh, I've tried the arch, the mini archbishop and I did really like it. Um, They sent me three of them and Mm -hmm. I I messed up one of them because I was like doing stupid fidgety things that I shouldn't be doing and I dropped it. Yeah, and, uh, they forgave me, though, which is absolutely awesome. But uh, a pretty cool knife, though, for for EDC, like general day to day EDC stuff. I don't think if you're doing things around the farm, like what you're doing, it would be that useful. No. because you want something like the stuff that you carry. You know what I mean? Like, what's the most hard use thing that you do every day with your knife, by the way?
1: Oh, boy. Ah. Uh... <laughs> I mean. I feel like pulling staples is like decently rough on a knife like when you're like shoving like the whole blade into a box or a pallet or a crate and just like popping that motherfucker out like I feel like that could be pretty hard use um most of most of my tasks lately have been more slicey which I mentioned a couple videos ago so like it's a little less hard use but our stuff still gets trashed for sure. (laughs)
0: I mean, um, so you said that you were you mentioned like, I forgot which video it was. I think it was the one about the Emerson with the the little po' boy. And uh, you were carrying like like crates of apples or something. Yeah. Rubbing up against. the.
1: Yeah. So we get like we get like deliveries every day to the farm stand. And because our produce is grown at a farm 15 minutes away. So it's all brought over in, like, old-school wooden crates on an old-school pickup truck, like an old Chevy. And um, we were carrying, like, probably 30 or 40 crates into the cooler. And I literally, I, like, sit the crate on my belt buckle because it helps, like, reduce the weight that I'm carrying. Yeah. But because of that, my, when I start walking, it just, like, shreds the clip on my, any pocket knife that I have in my pocket It's just, like, shredding it to bits because the crate is just like rubbing up against my whole like waist area.
0: Do you notice that your pocket just gets like destroyed by pocket clips?
1: Yeah, Um. I mean, no, I wouldn't say like destroyed, but it's definitely pretty beat up. Like my my pants end up having like holes in them and they're they're decently shredded.
0: Yeah, I've had to get rid of some of my favorites because I uh, maybe I just test out a lot of knives and I've had some really bad clips this past year, but I just stopped using the clips, dude. Like I just put it there like, well, first of all, New York City, right? I'm not going to it's just really odd if I'm going to get on the train and have like a pocket clip showing They're like, hey, tackle him now. You know what I mean? But yeah. um, so I've just been carrying in pocket most of the time and uh, it's been fine. I have like a little pocket sheath with a Swiss Army knife, flashlight, um, You know, maybe not a pry bar. I'm going to talk about that. I'm not a pry bar type of dude either. Um, Right. You know, just some other like kind of like side EDC items. Yeah. Um, But the pry bar thing. Let's talk about that for a second. So, like, I actually asked this with Tri-State EDC. Um, I did a Sharper doll with him. And one of them was like a Lynch pry bar. And then I asked him, I was like, look, you know, these pry bars, man, like, do we really need them or is, it, is this just Instagram like flat lay fodder for like pictures? And he was like, I think so, too, you know? Yeah. Are they actually um, useful to you?
1: OK, so all of the jobs that I've had in the past few years have been like straight blue collar, like yeah. I can't emphasize that enough. Um. New Hampshire has a lot of jobs that are not office jobs. They're very like nitty gritty. So um,
0: I like that better. I got to be honest.
1: Oh, it's a blast.
0: Office shit is like, wow. Yeah. I
1: could, I could never, I could never do office work, but there's a lot of like landscaping jobs. There's a lot of construction. There's a lot of forestry, um, farming like I'm doing right now. And, um, so over the summer when I was in construction, I legit used my pry bar all day long. And it, the, New Hampshire doesn't have like, it, or at least the part that I'm in, it's not a poor area, but it's an area where people just don't have a lot of money. So like a lot of the jobs end up being side jobs and you kind of, it's like a, I'll pay you, but you have to fend for yourself to make your money. So I was in I was literally told to like go renovate one of my old homes. I wasn't given tools. I wasn't given what I needed. And it was like, I'll drop off paint for you every day, but you're ripping this house apart and building it back up from the inside out on your own. So I wasn't given a pry bar. And like, I'm not going to go spend my money on like all these expensive professional tools for a field that I know I'm only going to be in for three months. So that's where like my own tools came in. Um, I have a BGM titanium pry bar that's literally like wrecked, but I used it every single day for the paint cans, for breaking the old brackets off of the windows that, you know, had the strip screws. I just, uh, for pulling like boards off of the wall. I mean,
0: Is it one bar- of those minis though that just like people just show no. on Instagram or is it like a legit one? That's what I mean. Oh. I'm talking shit about the minis where it's like right. Lynch pry bar. It's fucking $200 titanium. Nope. I'm like, those are shit and they're useless and nobody's ever going to change my
1: mind because you're all pretending those are not pry bars they're pocket jewelry bro if it's not if it's not four inches or longer it's not going to be useful because you can't get leverage like i don't care what you say
0: that's not sexual by the way we're talking about pry bars all right
1: (laughs) life doesn't matter or does it
0: (laughs) (laughs) no because yeah i totally agree with you and it's weird because coming from somebody that likes actually creating content um, you know, I don't do pictures on Instagram anymore because I don't know if you know this, but Instagram, the CEO was like, we're not going to push pictures anymore. We're only going to push video. That's why I only create these silly videos on Instagram now.
1: Yeah, the reels.
0: Yeah, it's like all I do is make reels. They're so easy. It takes, you know, whatever, a couple of minutes. I fucking pretend to find my knife in a shoe and like make a silly face and then I get like That's thousands it. of views or something. And it's yeah. great, you know, but yeah. Um, yeah, I used to just take... And you know, to, to get back on the pride bar and uh to side se- uh, uh, segue into the Hank thing too. Um, you know, I, I love EDC Hanks because at that time I loved taking pictures like the flat lay pictures and stuff, yeah. And um, that's the reason why I loved EDC Hanks. And now that I don't do those pictures anymore, and uh, I used to have a series called EDC Fits where everyone would send their EDC for the week and I would like go over what their using and i would show mine since i don't do that series anymore i don't really carry my hanks anymore. Right. The, the, right. The, the, the microfiber ones are like really good though like i'll still carry that and you know put it on my glasses and uh but you know nothing's better than a fucking civivi like wiping cloth that's like cheap and you yeah. just use it all the time it's better than the hank honestly
1: right right yeah
0: um let's get back to the segments uh let me remove this right here i got a couple of more for you Uh, so this (laughs) is completely out of left field. All right. So here we go. This is a Marfion custom interceptor fixed blade. It's $6,072.
1: That's that's useless. (laughs) (laughs) Are you for real right now?
0: Oh, six grand. Okay. Let's check out the specs. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt, though. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, what are they showing me here? What is this?
1: It's like a survival kit.
0: Oh, it comes with all that. Okay. For your use survi- I mean, what you're gonna survive with fucking this thing? <laughs> okay. I so, um, all right. Your blade length is seven point seventy five inches. It is W two. I thought that was a tax form. Do you know anything about that?
1: That that is a tax form. I don't know what they're talking about. Wait a minute. What? Hold up for a second. Is Are they saying that those shit little survival pieces go in the handle of that? Like, Yes. Oh, my God.
0: That is so tacky for something that is $6,000. Right? Isn't that like something you get on Amazon? Like, Yes. Yes. Right? So, okay, titanium bolsters, handle materials, says cord. Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, dude, this is six grand. It's USA made. Hey, you like that?
1: I do like that.
0: Yep, I do like <laughs> that. Randal? Oh, oh, my God. God. I guess it comes in a lot of stuff. Look, it's a Swiss made. But oh. not made in the U.S.A.? <laughs> oh what is happening right now? It's a joke. That's what it is. It's a literal oh,
1: joke. Man.
0: Oh, you want to know it's a literal joke? All right. I'm going to hold on. Let me grab my keyboard here and I'm going to show you this thing. I I thought this was a meme. I saw this on um, the Knife YouTube Elite's group chat. I don't know. I love calling them that, but I'm going to show it to you right now. And you're going to be like, is that real? Okay. Okay. Um, I found it. It's right here. All right. Let me share this with you. This is crazy. I thought this was a meme. That's how meme like it is. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going dull on the fucking Marfione thing. <laughs> like, <right? laughs> OK. All right. So let me show you this right now. Uh, Right there. Boom. I thought this wasn't real. This is a Wee Knife Elementum and it's five hundred thirty
1: nine dollars. Wait. <laughs> no.
0: Yo. Wait. It's on Whitemiles.com right? right now.
1: That's <laughs> not pretend.
0: No, I mean it's listed on their website as out of stock. It's it wasn't on it's I mean it's nowhere near April 1st, right? So oh you know, along it, No, like, it's
1: probably out of stock because it's not real. There's no way that can be White
0: White Minds is a real website though. Like I bought it from there like so many times. I bought but stuff from there so many now. times. <laughs>
1: Freak!
0: What is this? It says titanium handle scales, steel, plain edge. Let's, like, zoom in on this. Can, Can I zoom in? Can they? I, it's a wee knife, though, so it's not... Um. Oh, shit, how do I get out of this?
1: It literally is a Civivi Elementum, though.
0: Yes, yes, it is. 100%. Shit, how do we... I... You won't get out of it. Do I press back? Yeah, okay. okay. Um yeah it's just Vivi elementum but it's by Wii and it's got like just you know extras
1: ex right extra yeah, so
0: damn steel blade material you've got uh titanium handle scales that's it and it's it's by wee knife instead this i is- thought it was a meme dude this looks like a meme like it some does- knife person would make this because you know the elementum is so loved and uh right people would buy this shit I'm. I wouldn't.
1: I'm appalled. <laughs> Obviously, dull. <no>.
0: Yeah, <laughs> this wasn't even part of this segment, but we're like giving well, it I top of- it's the top.
1: caption because I'm yeah. really disgusted.
0: It's just crazy. I cannot even believe that this is a real thing. Like I, I couldn't believe. It. I, I had to ask because uh, someone posted it right, and I, yes. I literally said this. I said, "Hey, um, do you remember that we knife Elementa meme you guys posted?" And they're like, "Oh, yeah, that was that's a real thing." And I was like, no way, dude. And they sent me the link and (laughs) this is it. This is really White Mountain Knives. Look, I could just browse and look at actual real shit in it.
1: Well, I'm never buying from them. (laughs) No, but (laughs) it's not their fault. They're just a distributor. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, it's not an exclusive. I don't think it's an exclusive. Uh, I'd be surprised if it was because Blade HQ would probably get that, right? Um, They're a smaller, like, retail, online retailer. They have good deals, though. They're pretty good. Okay. Um yeah, but <laughs> that was just so crazy. <laughs> all right. So um I have other another segment called verses here. All right. So this is where I show you a picture or or a group of pictures and it's kind of like a would you rather kind of segment. Like which Ooh, one ah. am I gonna do? Okay. So uh, I kept it knife related for the first one. Okay. Let me pull it up again here. Seem to have lost all my tabs, but it's okay. I got it here. Boom, boom. Okay. So I was listening to that Neve's Knives uh, pod, and um, I know that you love Spider <laughs> Stop. <laughs> all right. So you have Not to choose. Fine. You're going to use one of these forever import Spider or Kershaw Speed Safes for the rest of your life. Like, which one are you going to choose? Oh, no. Yes, I know. This <laughs> is like
1: asking me. I'm not even going to say it. Um. Oh, God. <laughs> Did I have to give an answer?
0: Yeah. You have to choose one or the other. Shit. Yeah.
1: Um, what? Oh, God. I like literally like, can't. Import like, import only. Like, Work like this, <laughs>
0: yeah. It's fun, okay. though. it's fun,
1: you said that the Kershaws were the ones with the um speed official- safe only. I'll have to go with Spider code because the Kershaw, those speed safe things, drive me nutty.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're so bad. You know what's funny is in the beginning, I really, really liked them. I was like, yo, this is so cool. They- yeah, then you kind of like just grow out of them, right? I mean, you know. They-
1: They just started to like annoy me because they would open in my pockets and I would forget that little lock thing and then like pop open in my pocket. So I'll go with Spider-Co.
0: Wow. I got you to choose Spider-Co. I would never have thought that. (laughs) Um, Okay, so this is a this is kind of a curveball here. You have to save your family. All right. And you have to choose uh, are you either going to swim in the ocean with Jaws or be in a nightmare with Freddy Krueger? Uh,
1: Freddy Krueger. i kick his ass.
0: In the nightmare, dude? But he controls, like, the fucking shit. Like, you know?
1: He can't control me. I'm in charge. <laughs> oh Freddy all day. I don't give a shit. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, uh, I think I watched Jaws too early. I said this so many times on pods before. But uh, I'm still scared. I mean, I still go in the water. Of course, I'm going to Hawaii this weekend, actually, and oh. um, definitely gonna go in the water. But even if I like go in a pool and I hear that like weird underwater like sound, like I think sharks or like gators are gonna get me. I-, I watched Jaws when I was like fucking six or something or like seven.
1: Yeah, definitely. yeah.
0: <laughs> so you know, because in the Philippines, um, growing up in the Philippines in the '80s. When a movie is out, you're all watching it because there's mm. nothing else. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, right, right. I watch Jaws and stuff. Um, all right. Uh let's uh go to the um that we breeze through these segments. I thought we were gonna take a little longer. So you have to do one of these shows. All right, you can yeah, yeah. Have you heard of these shows before?
1: Yeah, I I think I watched most of the alone series. I've never seen Naked and Afraid, I've just seen like clips.
0: OK, so you have to be on one of these shows. It's to save your family. <laughs> like I, I always say that. it's to save your family, it's save your fam- It's to save the farm, dude. Um, okay. All right. So you have to be on one of these shows. Would you do would you be on Naked and Afraid or the show alone?
1: I okay. so just quick clarification, naked and afraid. What what is that? You're in a jungle naked.
0: So basically, you're kind of like, you know, the primitive, like they put you in a primitive setting, kind of. They give you nothing. You get to choose um, one tool for yourself. And if it is the partnered one, because there are solo ones, your partner also gets to bring a tool of their choice. They give you a pot to boil water and they give you a map of the area. Everything else you got to do on your own. You got to find food on your own. You have to build shelter on your own, you know, fire, all that stuff. They do not give you a fire starter. So if you don't have a fire starter, um, uh, I've seen people that think they know shit, but they're in an environment that they're not used to and they cannot start a fire. Like it's it's insane. And, you know, they're like fire experts in their respective area. Right. Um, So 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 sometimes people bring the fire starter as their tool. So if you're in luck, that's what happens. And you already know Alone, you You win a shitload of money at the end, but it's like really grueling and tough. You get to bring 10 items, right? Is that what it is? Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it's 10 items. And but they have specific specifications.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Naked and Afraid, um, I think you win like five grand at the end of it. <laughs> oh my
1: God. There's definitely
0: more, I wouldn't say notoriety. There's a lot more, I would say like, you could be a return. It's going to be a reoccurring thing if you do well on it and you'll probably get a bunch of like probably shit that you don't care, care about because you, you don't care if the YouTube channel does well. Right. Um, you get like brand deals and stuff like that. You make a career out of it. Basically, if you do good on the show, you, people like Melissa Backwoods has basically built a career on it. A bunch of people have. Um, but yeah, that that's what it is. So you got to choose one of these shows or your family dies. I, I think I'd
1: actually go with alone because Joe did alone and he he like fucked up instantly. But he made a huge career out of it. I don't give a shit about that. But alone yeah. just seems more my jam as much as I like being naked.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I can't. Yeah, I don't vibe with the naked, the naked and afraid alone for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, they don't show you naked. They blur it all out. And I feel like naked and afraid. <laughs> is- <laughs> I feel like Naked and Afraid is more scripted, if, if yeah. that makes sense. Uh, Alone is like they give you GoPros and you film it yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Naked and Afraid, I can tell they'll be like, okay, in this scene, it's the night vision scene. You got to act scared like rhinos are outside your bulma right now. You know right. what I mean? Like, I, you know, my wife and I are looking at this like, that's fucking totally fake, dude. And or they're fighting for some strange reason, like completely polar opposites of the person's personality from the beginning of the show and you can just tell it's like scripted so uh, I think they can afraid I don't want to say it's an easier ride but maybe because it's scripted it might be and alone is just like tough dude
1: right I want yeah yeah, I want it to be like tough and real so definitely alone
0: are you on any other forms of social media
1: Uh, other than YouTube and Instagram now
0: do you do you scroll on social media at all?
1: Mm,
0: like, do like, you look for things like, you know, like you have maybe some downtime and you're kind of just looking around?
1: Not not too often. No.
0: Wow. Um, I usually end this podcast where I sh- just show a barrage of TikToks to people that are like funny to me. And I'm oh, not I sure, even. I don't even have a
1: TikTok. I don't even watch TikTok.
0: I, I'm not even sure how you're gonna react to some of the really obscure stuff that I watch. A lot of the guests really love it; like they start cracking up. But mm-hmm. um, I discovered uh, from another podcast this really weird video about cologne and perfume. I'll <laughs> okay. show it to you right now, okay? okay? This guy is like a perfume reviewer, and he's like trying to make a joke about something, and he kind of like doesn't go well and uh can you see that can you see this
1: yeah i can
0: okay all right so we're gonna watch this right now
1: and the last one i don't talk so much
0: about is perry alice 360 rat i love it man it's the dildo of the fragrance industry and yeah it's not so funny actually <laughs> still don't know how to talk about the cop- topic of masturbating it's difficult man I,
1: I do it but i don't come and, you know, it's, 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 Yo. know that that
0: honest but it's simply to boost my power type of vibe all right ultimately of course i want to have a girlfriend and a wife turning that girlfriend into a wife and have great kids so that's Alice 360 red no but yeah that's, I'm, that's I'm, real I mean, he's a he's a that was a good review, right? I, I think I'll buy Perry Ellis now. You sh- you should. Yeah. It's yeah. The, the dildo of the perfume.
1: I I am speechless. I I don't have words for so that. You don't
0: watch like any like mm-hmm. funny stuff like that or. No. Oh, shit, hold on. Another video is playing, I think, and it's like really <laughs> bugging me out. Hold on.
1: Was... <laughs>
0: what is that? Um... Hold on, I gotta go to the other. It's a Perry Ellis 360 red unboxing.
1: No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> what?
0: It played immediately after the other video. Look at
1: this. Because it's listening to us talk about it.
0: Yes. Well, I mean, it does suggest you stuff that you've watched recently. So, I think, when the, hey, you know, I think that guy has convinced me to buy the cologne. I'll be doing my Perry Ellis 360 <laughs> review, guys. Keep an eye out for that. And yep. uh, that's going to be the best.
1: thing. <laughs> Where am I?
0: All right, I'm going to show you one more video. Let me try to make it a good one and okay. uh, I'll get you out of here. OK, because I know you have to wake up super early. What time is it over there right now?
1: Right now, it's ten thirty three. Oh, so
0: we're on the same coast. Duh.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: a few hours from me yeah um new hampshire right
1: yes
0: okay let's see man i got i don't know how far out i should get man some of this stuff is really really crazy
1: go for it we're already we're already too far gone man
0: all right here i'm going to show you like a technology one i'll keep it nice and light none of the two really obscure stuff here so this is uh some new stuff that's been happening i think this is uh maybe a week old a week and a half old of the music. So these are these humanoid robots that, I uh, forgot which company makes this, but um I just want to know, you know, get your take on it.
1: That's terrifying.
0: Yeah, you can buy these for $133,000.
1: But why? What's I one? don't know.
0: Um <clears throat> Like, I am a tech guy, but I don't know if I would want to own a robot that can possibly kill me. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: That thing looks like it has... Pretty decent abilities to murder.
0: Yeah. Are you so uh, with all this new move in technology, are you like kind of freaked out by it? I don't know if you heard of like the metaverse and all this stuff. Um, That's what Facebook is creating. And uh, people are already creating like, you know, forms of content for it. And uh, there are these these contacts that basically like, let's say you played basketball and you're really shit at it and you put these contacts on your eyes can calculate for you like where you should shoot the ball. It's like crazy. And uh, this is being backed by the biggest like content uh, contact manufacturer in the world and um, just crazy stuff, like so much innovation, you know, like you just got your new pixel phone and like how much of an improvement was that from your previous one?
1: Yeah. I mean, it was an improvement, but I don't want to go any further than that. Like robots. I don't even have a Facebook. Um, Yeah.
0: Oh, Facebook is the worst. Like, I literally don't use it. Like, I I, I post in a f- group in the Philippines that, like, yep. likes my knife stuff. And I just post there. But I don't, like, fucking talk to anybody on there. It's, like, really weird.
1: Literally, if I can get by with, like, the bare minimum, that's what I'm happy with. Like, yeah. any type of extra innovations, I don't care.
0: Ah. But what about, like, innovations... What if with those innovations, there are innovations in cutlery, for example?
1: I don't I don't care. I don't so I want. Like, I, I already have what I want and what I need. Like, I'm not really interested, like all the new steels, If there's new knives and new I, I just don't I don't know. I think I just don't care.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, that's, that's the thing with me. It's like, I love technology, but if I had the choice to live like a simpler life, yep. um, it's weird though. Cause I'd probably just need internet. If I had internet, I could live in the woods. like you know, like, <laughs> That's, that's yeah.
1: really how I am. Like I yeah. drive a stick shift truck. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of technology at my house. It's pretty old school. Like my knives are nothing fancy. I just, I like it simple and traditional.
0: Uh, we're going to end it on this. What's the most, uh, what's the most you've ever spent on a knife?
1: Uh, I think the, the 475 on the Chris Reeve.
0: Ah, And how did you feel about that? Which which Chris Reeve was it?
1: The Small Sabenza 31 in S45VN. Did you uh, like it? I like, I like what they were aiming for with it and the design in general I like. But that particular knife was really tough for me.
0: Uh, how about the fit and finish, the craftsmanship? How did you feel about that? On it It,
1: it was okay. It was okay. Oh. Um, not great. I have like a whole series up talking about the quality control issues that I had with, with mine because there were definitely oh, shit. issues. Yeah. Um there's like a whole series that I did showing what went wrong with it. So for 475 it was probably worth like two fifty, in my opinion. Agreed. Yeah. And it's just, um, ever since things have changed there, they're not what they used to be. My, my 21 is flawless. My 31 has a lot of issues.
0: Ah, so you like the 21 cause I got to try the 21 myself and I, it was one of the nicest knives I've ever held, not for me, but yep. it was one of the nicest knives I've ever held. Um, I could clearly see where the price was going. And your dog is awake now. Uh,
1: <laughs> I, think I think she's looking at you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what kind of person is that? Do they have Asians in New Hampshire? Am I I, <laughs> a few, a few. He, he thinks I'm going to eat him? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't
1: think that I promise.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much for doing the show It's actually really fun. I was very nervous doing this because whenever I'm talking to someone that is so knowledgeable, And I feel like it's so much more of an expert on knives and EDC in general. I get a little bit like weird, you know, but um, it was very smooth and very fun for me. So thank you for doing it.
1: Yeah, no, that was that was awesome. And I'm not even close to an expert, man. Like I know nothing in comparison to some of these people out here. So I never, never be intimidated. Neither of us should be. It's like such a cool community, you know, Mm -hmm. so great. Yeah.
0: I think you just have a lot of practical experience, which a lot of people do not have. So uh, definitely, you know, play it up or something and get monetized, man. I really want to see, you know, the channel grow and stuff. And it will. It's going to grow to the point. Like, I I, I know it's going to grow like huge. And then I'm not, like, oh, not monetizing. Oh.
1: I officially decided there's oh like, my no God. there's no way I'm doing it. Because
0: here's the thing, right? If you don't monetize, you cannot control the type of ads they play on your videos. And if you cannot control that, there are going to be ads that are playing on your shit that you don't want, like things you don't believe in and stuff. So that's why it's another good idea to monetize your video is you can <laughs> control that aspect of it. I don't
1: know. I don't think it's going to happen. But the worst case is. What Nobody. if there's
0: an ad about Chinese communism on it? And you're like, fuck, man, I want to get rid of that. I should have uh, monetized when Ray told me.
1: <laughs> well, maybe I'll just delete the channel and it won't exist. You won't have to worry about it. I know. <laughs> I'm not falling into YouTube's bullshit. Like, yeah. they're not going to force me to do anything. I'd rather literally not, like, make videos. If people stopped watching them because mm-hmm. of that, I would just stop making videos.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, end of story. I'm not I don't think I'm getting monetized.
0: I, I will we'll see. We'll see. But I, I truly, uh, I truly hope that you do because I want you to stay and people really like your stuff. Everyone, please follow Not Your Average EDC. I'm going to put the links in the description. I'd love to have you on as a guest again. And I would love to see a Not Your Average EDC uh, live show or podcast happen sometime soon. Uh, this is your boy Ray and Not Your Average EDC saying peace.